Hi, I'm Calista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared, equipped with the proper knowledge, and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas to be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life, I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings like a year in advance and put so much energy into every last detail, yet we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business, New Mom Boss, and started this show, The New Mom Boss Podcast, to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives, becoming a mom. I am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby. We moms are changing the world one baby at a time, and I can hardly wait to get started. So let's go. Hi there. Welcome to the new Mom Boss Podcast, Episode 6. Today, I want to talk about sex. Sex during and after pregnancy. You probably have never thought about the topic of sex with pregnancy until you got pregnant. It's one of those things you research only on a need-to-know basis. Am I right? Now, I do want to say that although I am a registered nurse, I am not giving any medical advice here. Please consult your healthcare provider for medical advice and concerns. Okay, before we get into it, I just want to say that if you find this podcast valuable, please subscribe and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. It'll help me grow the show immensely and reach more new moms like you. Subscribers and reviews help the show to be more searchable, and so it'll help me help others. Also, if you have a friend who is also a new mom-to-be, please share this with her. Word of mouth is the best, and I would be so, so grateful. And lastly, after you have subscribed and written a review, I want to say thank you by giving you a freebie that I know you're going to love. I've put together a trimester to-do list, and it has the major things you need to do in the first, second, and third trimester. You can print it out, tape it up, check off the boxes as you go along. I know you're going to love it. It gives me so much joy to check boxes off. 
you can grab this at newmomboss.com forward slash review. Okay, without further ado, let's get into sex during and after pregnancy. In the after pregnancy part of this episode, I'm going to share a little TMI. We're all friends here now, right? So I can tell you. Alright, so first and foremost, you need to know that sex is completely safe to have while you're pregnant unless otherwise advised by your doctor or midwife. This is a fear many couples have when they first find out they're expecting. Another thing that they may fear in the beginning, and they ask themselves, will sex cause a miscarriage? And the answer is no. Can it hurt the baby? No. Your baby's safely tucked back in your uterus behind your cervix. So if anything, the rocking from sex will simply lull your baby to sleep with no idea of what's going on. One thing to note though for later in your pregnancy is to avoid being on your back for an extended period of time. Laying on your back can cause the weight of your growing baby to rest on the vena cava, which is a major artery, and in turn reduce blood flow to you and the baby. So don't lay on your back. And that's a tip for even sleeping and also working out. So because of that, this may require you and your partner to explore new positions. Now, I'm not going to go over the positions. A simple Google search will give you plenty of infographics on this. So go ahead and do that if you need to find other positions. Now that we have cleared up the fact that sex is completely safe to have while you're pregnant, let's talk about some of the perks of sex now that you're expecting. First perk, you can ditch the preventive measures. So enjoy the intimacy and fun without having to worry about any contraception or worry about any accidents. Second perk is that your changing body can actually make sex more enjoyable. Due to the changing hormones and increased blood volume, many women find an increased libido and sensitivity during this time. This can make it easier to reach orgasms and make the experience more intense. The increased blood flow and changing hormones also bring on larger breasts. Although they will be sensitive to touch, they might be very well appreciated by your partner. Some women do find that their libidos fluctuate throughout pregnancy. First trimester nausea and exhaustion can make it difficult to feel like getting into the action. But renewed energy and a decrease in morning sickness during the second trimester can bring your libido back up. Just be patient with yourself and communicate how you feel with your partner. There are other ways to create intimacy when the only thing you want to do between the covers is sleep. So that's sex during pregnancy. After pregnancy is a whole lot more. So the first thing to know about after pregnancy sex is that your doctor will probably tell you to refrain from vaginal sex for six weeks after the baby arrives. This allows time for your body to heal and recover. Your body is experiencing many changes and it's really important to let it rest. So wait to be cleared by your doctor or midwife before having intercourse. Next thing you may ask is, will the sex feel different? And yes, it may be different for a little while. Your body is experiencing many changes. Pregnancy, labor, and vaginal delivery, that's a lot going on for the body. And the whole process can injure or stretch out your pelvic floor muscles. So in the early several weeks after having the baby, you may have sensitive tissue or scar tissue 
you may experience dryness and tenderness and you may experience not being in the mood because of lack of sleep. You also, and this is pretty common, you might resent your partner because they're not going through the same experience you're going through or for whatever reason. You know, your hormones are drastically dropping from the afterbirth process and you're really hormonal after having a baby. So resentments can really get in there. Not to mention, there's going to be a newborn with lots of needs in the house now. So sex is not going to be top of mind. And after your first baby, you're going to have to throw spontaneity out the window, at least temporarily. Also, your body will be different. You'll still have the pregnancy weight and you have to remember that it is okay. Remember, you will have just miraculously grown an entire baby human being. So I hope you feel impressed when this happens and the baby is in your arms. It's truly remarkable. So yes, sex is most likely going to be different in the first few months, I would say, at least. But here are some tips to help with the things I mentioned that can be an obstacle to getting back into sex after pregnancy. Do lots of kegels to help strengthen the pelvic floor. And on a side note, that also helps with bladder control if you end up with any bladder control issues. That's a little surprise if you don't know that ahead of time. You know, a young girl or young woman with bladder control is, you know, pretty surprising. But it is normal after having a baby. Okay, now also using some lubricant and taking things slow can help with dryness and tenderness. And I hope my mom's not listening to this because that would be awkward. And then about that feeling resentful towards your hubby or partner, please remember this. I suggest talking about your resentment with them and not letting it build up. Because if you let it build up, it will usually explode later, right? It's easier to communicate along the way and not let things get explosive. Then if you're having a challenging time just trying to make the time to connect and have sex, because it's true, you'll have this new cute little critter hanging around, here's a couple ideas. Maybe you could have someone take the baby for a couple hours or have someone come over like one of your moms while you two go out somewhere for the night. Okay, as promised, here's my TMI. Let me share my after-pregnancy experience with my third child. He was a big one, 9 pounds and 11 ounces, a vaginal birth, okay, vaginal birth. I remember when I posted that on my social media announcement, you know, how much he weighed, people were like, ouch, but congrats. I had a second degree tear, whereas with my first two, I had what my doctor called a micro tear. I don't even remember how many stitches I had, but it seemed like a lot and it seemed like it took forever to dissolve. Yep, these type of stitches don't have to be removed. They either dissolve or fall off as you heal. Anyway, in my second postpartum checkup, I was still not healed and my doctor had to put silver nitrate on the unhealed part. Silver nitrate looks like a long matchstick and it kind of cauterizes the skin. So she had to do that for me. If you're wondering if that hurt, it did just a tad, but it wasn't too bad. It did help me heal and probably it took another couple weeks till I got better. But yeah, this healing the third time around was completely different 
And so everything was slower to get back to normal, including sex. But you do have to take everything into consideration. There's the physical piece, the emotional piece, the mental piece. Maybe you're ready physically, but not mentally. And that happens a lot because of the lack of sleep. Or maybe you're ready emotionally and mentally, but physically you're not healed yet. And so it's a total package deal when you're trying to get back into the swing of things. And when you're ready, you're ready. So yeah, there's my TMI story. Another thing about sex after pregnancy is that it can be a great tool in combating postpartum depression. Foreplay, intimacy, intercourse, during those times your body releases the happy hormone oxytocin and it can be a great way to reconnect with your partner and feel like yourself again. And just on a side note, oxytocin plays such a big role in the entire postpartum period, not just sex. It is one of the hormone heroes in breastfeeding as well as bonding with your baby. And then I want to remind you about that perk about not having to worry about contraception when you're pregnant. Well, after pregnancy, you don't have that perk. And you should probably worry if you don't want another baby real soon because you are extra fertile after having a baby. Trust me, I have kids 13 months apart. So if you do the math, my daughter was four months old when I found out I was pregnant. Again, it's because of this. I always heard that if you were breastfeeding, you wouldn't get pregnant. So I was breastfeeding and I was shocked when I found out I was pregnant. It was only later when I got certified as a lactation counselor that I learned breastfeeding is only 99.9% effective as a contraception. If you are exclusively breastfeeding, the baby is less than six months old and you haven't gotten your period yet. Well, my baby was less than six months old. I hadn't gotten my period, but I was giving her a little formula, which I also later learned I shouldn't have been doing early on especially, but I can talk about that more another time. So because I was giving a little formula, that meant I wasn't exclusively breastfeeding and breastfeeding was no longer 99.9% effective as a contraception. So I got pregnant. And although I would probably never plan for that to happen, it was a blessing because we got our first son and I love, love, love him so much. So it was a blessing in disguise, definitely. So yes, breastfeeding is not a complete contraception. Just keep that in mind and use something else as a contraception as a backup. So here are some contraception options for after pregnancy. If you're breastfeeding, the mini pill is a good option because it will have a very low dose of estrogen or contain only progestin so that it won't affect your milk production. Another option is an IUD. It contains progestin and is designed to thicken the cervical mucus and that will prevent the sperm from reaching the uterus. Then there's implants such as the Norplant, which contains progestin without estrogen and is also safe to use while breastfeeding. There's the birth control shot you get every three months, like Depo Provera. It, it works similarly to the, the hormones of an implant. And lastly, 
there's surgery if you want a more permanent option and if you and your partner don't want to have any more kids in the future. There's also the barrier types of contraception such as condoms, sponge caps, diaphragms, which I've never known anyone to use, but it's totally available. It's still out there. And also family planning, which relies on your ability to track your ovulation and when it's safe to have unprotected sex. There's tons of apps for that. So if that's the kind of contraception you prefer, there are apps for that. So as you can see, there's plenty of birth control options. So talk about it with your doctor to see which one is the best for you. We created a PDF, a list of birth control options that you can print out and take with you to your doctor's appointment so you don't forget to ask which one would be best for you. And you can get that by going to the show notes for this episode at newmomboss.com forward slash six. So there you have it, friends. I hope there were some takeaways for you today. Thanks for listening to my TMI. And until next time, take care.